Hi, welcome to the Bilogambola podcast. First and foremost, thank you for sharing your time with us. Please subscribe to this podcast through Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, or Stitcher. Bilogambola is a Filipino saying that literally translates to the ball is round. In sport, anything is possible and the ball can bounce in every way. You will get commentary and analysis on multiple sports, both local and international, from a Filipino fan's perspective. Everything about the podcast can be found on our social media accounts in Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please hit the like and follow buttons at BilogambolaPH and hashtag BilogambolaPH. Here comes our latest episode. Good evening and welcome to the Bilogambola episode number 14. Tonight I'm joined again by my usual co-host Alan and we're here to recap the recently concluded NCAA championship game. The PBA Finals is currently ongoing and recap of the Terrence Romeo to the, uh, to the TNT Catropa trade. Hi Alan, how are things? How's your Holy Week? Very restful but of course there was a lot of basketball to be followed. Of course March Madness, PBA Finals, although they had a break and then we just had a... Like us, they had a break. They had a break <laughs> and then um, we just had a... Is this a blockbuster trade? But big trade nonetheless. Okay. Let's start off with the NCAA championship game in the US where the Villanova Wildcats beat the Michigan Wolverines 79-62. Yes. Yesterday, most outstanding player was Dante DeVicencio. He erupted for 31 points out of nowhere in the, the championship. Michael Jordan of Delaware. Yeah, he was yeah, that's his nickname. He's a red shirt sophomore. That that came out of nowhere. He was the sixth man of the team. He played really well. I got to watch the whole game. Michigan started off really well with Mo Wagner <laughs> dominating and early on, but Villanova caught up. And their spark plug was this guy, Dante DeVicencio. Uh Well, when I first saw him, I was like, this is a quote-unquote magic hugot from, of sorts from Coach J. Right. Uh, he didn't look like any of the you know, main guys. Because you, you heard about yeah, Bronson, yeah. you heard about uh, Mikhail Bridges, those guys. You know? And you knew that uh, Michigan was caught off guard. And Basically, he answered their second-half runs on his own before Bridges hit two daggers, basically the two dagger threes, no, late in the And he had this half. nice block on Matthews from Michigan. That block. Two-handed swat. He broke down his the defense to, you know, his uh, dribble drive. He'd cut back door, he'd cut through the lane. And his pull-ups were going in. So you knew it was his Pull-up threes. Michigan would make a small run. And then Dante will get the ball at the top of the key and just light it up from downtown. It's like a... I, I, 
I couldn't have imagined a 6'5 white guy named Dante taking over the national title game. I think that was your warning shot. A white guy named Dante. <laughs> you knew that you were in trouble. If <laughs> you knew he could uh, surprise you. Yeah. So Michigan just failed to respond to Villanova in the second half. It was just Abdur Rahman, Muhammad Ali Abdur Rahman. Yes, love his name. And then Mo Wagner didn't couldn't get going. Basically, couldn't, yeah, couldn't really get he going. Had, you know, rebound. And I did. There's there were no there was no support from the other players. Also, yes. just basically uh, Muhammad Ali Abdur Rahman and Mo Wagner. Just them two versus this Dante DiVincenzo and the whole entire Villanova cast. It's Chirites and Villanova's second championship in the past three years. Yes. And they seem to be... I'm still in- bitter in the, their, for, um, with their win two years ago. Against UNC? Yes. Or Chris, Chris Jenkins. Jen- Jenkins, yeah. Yes. That is, that's memorable, the last second three that he hit. That was like, wow. No, but uh, very indicative of their style of play. I think they carry that over. They still have, you know, more than one shooter. Teams are lucky to have maybe one shooter on the floor, but they seem to have maybe all five shooters. All five shooters, yeah, spread five. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, maybe that's how things will be in the future, also in the NCAA. That, you know, they're gonna, these teams are going to value shooting more than posting up and big man play inside. As long as you can rebound and you can play defense, you know, it's going to be an asset on the other side of the board. These guys, these Villanova guys, I think with the style of play that they play all upped their uh, draft stock Mm -hmm. (laughs) with this tournament everyone's talking about them even um, I hope he's not just a one game wonder but I I think he's you know Dante DiVincenzo I hope he he comes back he's a real player follow him next year Dante oh my god so how do we do in our brackets in our second chance in our first chance horrible well you picked Michigan right I picked Duke to beat Michigan in my second chance. So at least I got the Michigan part right. Yeah. But what I'm more proud of is, in my first chance, I picked Villanova to reach a title game and lose to Xavier. Right? Because we were going for the Jesuit schools and I was like, okay, yeah. just, just go Xavier I all I just discovered um, a new hashtag a few days ago. Okay. March Magis. For Jesuit schools? Shout out. <laughs> Because then I saw on social media too, I saw this tweet by I think it's some LaSalle Sports Twitter account. It congratulated Villanova putting a picture of the actress Nova Villa. So I just congratulations Villanova with the picture of the actress Nova Villa. Like what the uh, That just goes to show. You uh, think of everything. Who's he from? What, what account was that from? LaSalle. Some LaSalle Sports, yeah. There you go. Okay. End of story. Let's move. Are we gonna move on from the NCAA March Madness, or is there anything else you wanna uh, discuss other than having a horrible bracket? We both is, had horrible yeah. brackets. It's like a bit embarrassing, but everybody fun. had horrible brackets. I think yeah. it was thanks si- to Leola. Thanks to Sister Jean and Leola Chicago Rams. No, and the Retrievers and the the UMBC <laughs> Retrievers who beat uh, number one Virginia. You know, I I called it. I knew a 16 seed was going to be the one. I just picked the wrong one. This exercise taught me a lot of things. It taught me that 
uh, first geography where certain schools were and uh, where to locate them and second of all that uh, we cannot go against a nun and the ramblers you know looking back um, there were signs all over one is uh, I guess the Jesuit school pedigree Mm -hmm. which we keep on seeing but we picked the wrong Jesuit school the wrong Jesuit schools but you know there you have it it's a sign a strong sign and the retrievers Dogs. We, we both had, have retrievers. Uh, yeah, we both have retrievers. Yeah. <laughs> Don't go against... Uh, so, so points for pointers for next season. Next season, when we lay out the bracket... If you don't f- know what you're doing, go for the science. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that's number Number two, we have to map out where all these schools are from and what their mascots are. Yes. Because we buy, we can actually pick using the mascots. So a uh, retriever, and if there if any team has like a sister or a priest backing them, yeah. so we, we gotta find th- those thing those things out. So yeah, just uh, it was really fun. Out. It was yeah, fun. It was fun. It was fun following these uh, feel good story teenage yeah. these young adolescents. Yeah, when all, after reading all these Loyola Chicago articles, I just remembered uh, I was able to watch a game at Loyola Chicago. Oh, yeah. Canisius versus Loyola Chicago. Did so, the Canisius uh, win? Of course not. Um, it's a rambler. It's like some mascot. Some, it's a weird guy though. Eh? Some weird dude. They just called him a rambler. And then ever since, became rambles. And the true Loyola colors, maroon and gold. So those are the true Loyola. How did Ateneo end up with white and blue? Uh, well, they thought that God was an Atenean. So. <laughs> the sky is blue. <laughs> Mother Mary, Mother Mary. Mother Mary, yes. Sorry, sorry. I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that wraps up our coverage for the 2018 US NCAA tournament. Congratulations to the Villanova Wildcats and Jay Ryan. And having uh, having had witnessed such a fun season, I think we need more coverage with this. We promise to Bilogang Bola promises to. More coverage. More coverage. Yeah, we're gonna, next year, my plan is to have contests, bracket contests. We'll try to get sponsors to give up prizes. Maybe <clears throat> cash prizes. You never know. Let's just wait for next year. I'm excited yeah. for March. Is always a good good time of the year to be following basketball. And well, the the main reason is really March Madness. Another reason is the PBA finals. Yes. We have San Miguel. And Magnolia currently San Miguel is leading two to one. They gave up game one, but they won games two and three in convincing fashion. Allen picked San Miguel in five. I picked San Miguel in four, so I'm already wrong. But in my mind, they shouldn't have given up that game one. So I, in my mind, they're still it's still San Miguel three zero already. Well, Magnolia one, hasn't won a game convincingly. Yes, they need San Miguel to. Maybe screw up a bit. A lot. Screw up a lot. Oh, yeah. 25. Yeah. Yeah. 20 points, right? Yeah. To waste a 20-point lead. Well, as uh, one of our uh, idols, Jalen Rose, says, 4-1 is a gentleman's sweep. It's not really indicative of, you know, competitiveness or anything. But, yeah, having seen um, the flow of this series, it's... Is really the prohibitive favorites is just you know lording it over the 
next best team. And that's again imagine next year with Christian Standard. Imagine the next conference. Well, no, the, the All Filipino Conference oh, the All Filipino. in 2019. I don't know how <laughs> lopsided would the, those things be. I just hope that um, Yeah, but there's still there's only one ball. Standard here doesn't need the ball. Yeah. Less rebounds. <laughs> Back to the finals. Well, it limits the effectiveness of Ian Sangalang. He has to play defense. Sometimes do single coverage on Junmar. So it takes a lot. It takes a toll on him. Polly. It's not the hungry Polly. So it's, it's the content Polly. Yes. Already. I it's mean, not the Ross Polly playing not for the a Ross contract, Poly, right? Not the UE Polly, you know. UE uh, Polly was a uh, was a lot of pounds ago, also. Well, <laughs> when you when I saw this, I saw these things on Polly. Uh, I don't know where in the web last night, and it showed me UE Polly. I was like, wow, Polly gains a bit quite of weight since his UE days. But he was the one to he started these long three point shots from twenty eight yes. feet out. He started this the local Philippine revol- uh, three-point revolution that we have, when you think about it. But his game has evolved. His game has become a lot better. But at the same time, you're right. He's not as hungry. The only one hungry in Magnolia that I can see is Gio Alalon. Maybe even Rome de Rosa. That's uh, it. But then the others, like Rafi Rivas, it's Sangala. Well, Sangala's a bit hungry, yeah. When you see Barocca, when you see Lee... They didn't seem after game one. They didn't seem hungry anymore. I, I, yeah, they, is they it the lack, Mark Pingers factor that the, him not being the there, rara guy? You know, the, the guy Puya, rally about yeah. ra- rally, rally behind. Before citing that reason, I cite uh, what local uh, observers call the in that extra sort of like that extra thing that the big game players give you. For example, like Poli, like you remember the last championship of Talking Text, Ross and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Poli played. That was a good the Ivan Johnson series. Yeah, um, he was still playing for his contract. Mm-hmm. And pre Gilas Poli, what got him into Gilas also? That was a, those are good examples. But you know. After all these injuries all the, and, you know, all these, I guess, perks, maybe the security of being in, in an yeah, SMC team. In an SMC team. Maybe it kind of hurt him. Sort of like what happened to James Yap. Ironically, the guy he was traded for. for yes. so, something like that. Um, it's not hard to see that. If he, you know, goes back to the power guard, you know, attack, I don't think he's he's gonna be able to do that anymore with the injuries and he's with had, yeah the game has moved into a more a faster faster pace. You got more physical guards also. Mm-hmm. I think his future would be if he learns how to do if he ever goes to you know, tries posting up guards or maybe in five years he's like PJ Simon that, that that's him already yeah. with all the injuries. You you'd think he, he he'd peak longer. I thought that he'd be longer, but you know, yeah. Every now and then, he's like, he he hurts his hand, he hurts his hamstring, his quad, knee, and he takes care of his knee. So, 
Well, uh, of course, we wish him, you know, good health and, you know, more games. But if given if what we see, they're not going to overcome San Miguel. And he's he's the player that Magnolia needs because he's their best player, and he has to what average. Sorry for him, but twenty-two points, maybe twenty-two five and five. Yeah, but at the very least, we've had three games. We've had twelve quarters. Eleven, okay, ten of ten or eleven of those quarters have been dominated by San Miguel. Only the fourth quarter of the first game was dominated by Magnolia. What will Magnolia do? What can Magnolia do? Is there something Magnolia can do with what they're given right now? Or is it hopeless? I wouldn't say hopeless. Um, I don't think um, it's fair to say that. What can they do? Well, if maybe take it one quarter at a time, I don't know. Um, make Junmar beat you. Leave the others. But then no, San Miguel's bench is... You know, has stepped up, right? Has stepped, has stepped up. up. So, Finally. Finally, yeah. That is a danger sign, actually. Once the San Miguel, the supporting cast, yes. gets going, mahirap na talunin talaga ang San Miguel. And yes. Magnolia is seeing it firsthand. What can Magnolia do? Uh, I don't know. My suggestion to all these coaches against San Miguel is to go small against San Miguel. Expose Junmar in pick-and-roll situations, make him play pick and roll defense try to tire him out on the other end you just let him go one on one against Rafi uh, Rivas Rafi Rivas Cal Pascual not Ian Zangalang yeah uh, it doesn't matter who they're big uh, Rodney Bond Brondia right? you just just hope and pray that June more 60 points is easier to overcome than than 60 points from Lasseter Arwin Ross and Kamagnon yeah it's it's really difficult like the, the San Miguel's really their stars are all peaking at the same, same time. time. And Junmar's dominating. They've been playing for like six years together. Eh? Junmar, uh, six or five years. Junmar is still the best player of the conference. Mm-hmm. Sixth time? Yeah. Record breaking. Yeah. And he's so young. I don't know. It's, just, it's hard. It's like the formula talaga to beat San Miguel is just. Go small. Go small. I, I think that that's really the formula. Make them play defense. How many points are they favored? I would guess they're like favored by six points, like the five points, six points, seven points in Just, each game. I would estimate. And but they're beating it. Yeah, they're they're comfort- They're beating Magnolia comfortably, except for the first game, of course. That first game, I think that is just a very emotional game. Mm-hmm. Mark Pingers is cheering from the sidelines. San Miguel kind of looked lost for a while. They were they had a string of possessions tied together wherein they couldn't get a good shot, or they the shots that were going in were very lucky, or they were given. Uh, Foul. Uh, They're given opportunities as Gordon Freedom line through fouls, and they looked lost. And that look never came back. Maybe it's the first time of Chito Vicarero the taste, a first taste of the finals of Chito Vicarero, and you know, we should give him a bit of slack for it. And you know, time to time to learn from this and do better in the next time. But you know, there's nothing. There's nothing I see that. Uh, 
barring injury that would stop this San Miguel powerhouse maybe no no maybes here they have shooting they have bigs and they have experience they, they have, have defense they have defense they have Chris Ross and Chris Rosser <laughs> <laughs> no I think more than anything MGR Chris Rosser is MGR the underrated factor here is um, Alex Kabagni Kabagi Kabagi because he's their clutch he's their clutch guy is he their clutch guy isn't Marshall also their clutch guy isn't Arvind also aren't they all clutch guys primarily Kabagi he'd be my first option like out of 10 four times he'd be the yeah and probably Marshall 3 probably Arwin 2 and then Junmar uh, 1 Junmar 1 <laughs> Ross the 11th time I don't know <laughs> I don't know anyway it's just so deep yep we'll, we're just end up we'll just end up saying the same so thing so is it 5 or 6 or 7 what do you think games? yeah 5 five. Yeah. I stick at 5 I thought 5 if was they a stretch beat, if they beat Magnolia in game 4 I'm gonna say I got my prediction right and yes. they swept <laughs> so I'm not counting that game one I'm still in denial <laughs> is there anything else you wanna discuss in this PBA finals PBA Leo finals. Austria Chito Victor is Chito Victor getting out coached probably but then when you look at when you look at the score they win by 15 they win by 20 you're getting out coached in the finals you don't usually lose finals games. Finals games are like two to three possessions at most. So you think the gap between Magnolia and San Miguel isn't that far? I I think all it, Filipino. Yeah. Honestly, I think it's if San Miguel is ten, Magnolia is probably uh, eight. Eight. He is nine. I think he is better than Magnolia with Greg. Yeah. Magnolia just got the luck of the draw. And faced Enlix. Yes. Which, yeah, it's a very good matchup for them. I think Alaska may rapan pa sila. San Miguel? Magnolia. Magnolia, yeah. Yeah. That that would have gone seven, I had this. Magnolia, Magnolia would still have won. Okay, let's move on to the latest. News in the PBA con this concerning Terence Romeo, he was finally traded. And Bigger news than the finals. Yeah, it's, uh, when you look at all the websites covering the PBA and local basketball, they got all, they got everything about this trade, and you barely see things about the current PBA. Fan. I guess it's also a factor that San Miguel is just beating Magnolia by a lot. So yeah. You know, people the aren't really prohibitive favorites yeah. dominating yeah. their opponent. We're not. Yeah, they're more interested to know what's the new, what's the cheese, and yeah. what's the what's the gossip on this Terrence Romeo trade. So, backstory is Terrence Romeo asked for a trade last season. They tried to field offers. Yeah. They found nothing. TNT apparently offered Motau Tua. Ah, Global Port offered offered Terrence for Motau Tua. TNT did not. Agree to it. There were Meralco. There were Meralco rumors. Grumblings, yeah. Romeo for uh, Basser and uh, Chris Newsom. Yeah. There are a lot of rumblings also. But uh, last month, the PBA was rejected a trade that would have sent Romeo yes. to TNT for Mo. It was Romeo and Ginto for Mo and Tamsi. 
Now, after a month, they were able to revise the trade and PBA finally gave them a go. So the trade is Terrence Romeo and Yusuf Taha go to TNT for Motautua and two draft picks. A first round pick in 2020 and a second round pick in 2021. I don't like the draft picks. Too high? I would rather trade players than draft picks. Yeah, exactly. Um, I'm not too comfortable with the draft picks. Especially when you're trying to build and catch up with... uh, Remember, they just traded their first round draft pick this year Yes, for Jericho Cruz. Yep. And uh, saying right now, that pick is the fifth overall pick. If things were... Let's say TNT slips down further this year, you never know. Terrence Romeo might cause some trouble there, some injuries left and right. That could potentially turn into a top... Not that's, that's never gonna be the top pick because he has just ah sorry Colombian Jeep is gonna tank this whole season, so that potentially could be the second to the fifth pick overall. Second, that could be Bobby, Bobby Ray Parks. Parks. Um, who else are the? I don't know who's coming in this batch. Could be a week. Could be a week draft. Could be a week draft. Um, That's good for them. They dodge a bullet. Even if it's number three in a week draft. Yes. Yes. Good for them. But uh, still, I don't like trading draft picks. I've told you this before. It's, It's not my thing. I think... You need to continually improve your team and continue, continually evolve your team with young talent. Inject young talent. Inject young talent. Solid was, young talent. Yes. And At the very least. Yeah, and draft picks get supposedly cheaper contracts also. Yeah. So it's easier to manage your salaries than... Okay, let's just take it face value. Terrence Romeo and Yusuf Taha for Mota too and those two draft picks. Okay, so, so who got the best player? TNT. TNT got the I think TNT. But I think I might there's some sometimes I even think they got the best two players in the trade. What do you uh-huh. think of that? Could be. Depends on really how you use these players. Okay, Motautu was freaking twenty eight years old already. When is he ever gonna develop? He's supposed to Or be. is that the develop Motautu already? Are we expecting too much from him since he was the number one draft pick? He teased us with, you know, his power and versatility and the shooting the three and in the ABL. It just shows it goes to show you yeah, know, what the ABL is. Yes. I mean import two imports notwithstanding. But okay. even the quality of the imports there are not as good. Yeah. But Junmar Farther didn't even play well in the ABL. Junmar didn't play well in Gilas. But when he like coincidentally or otherwise after Gilas, then wow, he started dominating. Yeah. But the thing is, Junmar learned, you know, whether it was Blatch or Doubt okay. It with Gabe and Jimmy, you know. Okay. He learned to play better. He learned to play better. Became and a better player. He had what? He even had Mon Fernandez, the legend. El Presidente. El Presidente, right? Back home. <laughs> so, you know, he had a good support system. It's Motautua. Motautua is basically the age of Junmar Fajardo. Yes. For TNT, I think it's a win. Yes. Because 
they gave up on Motel 2 after three years they saw that he probably that's probably what his finished product is what we're seeing right now there's no other level to see they got two talented players one who can score at will but the question is does he fit their system it depends on that's what I was um, about to point out it depends on how they use this you mentioned that they were the top one of the top defensive teams in the league this past all Filipino Point, and points allowed points allowed but they're also one of the the lowest worst teams in points scored. scored so are they speed are they going to speed up I mean they should they can't play the same they way. had there I would guess they had if not the one of the slowest paces in this yeah. conference so they need to speed it up for to benefit from you, Romeo and keep their defense this intact or the same or what and take advantage of you know Taha uh, defensive big so it really depends on how they you know utilize these two players and then take a step further on offense how will Romeo mesh I mentioned this to you before the show I think this is TNT's version of Chris Paul and James Harden Jason Castro and Terrence Romeo the question is is Tashrosella Mike D'Antoni will he be able to install instill an offense wherein before the season none of us thought Chris Paul and James Harden would be able to coexist this well and land them the top seed overall in the whole NBA playoffs can Nash Rosella and the coaching staff of TNT find a way to do a D'Antoni and bring these two players together the easy question there is again I guess the most basic level there is no because I don't think they have enough shooters they still need shooters had Larry and Ranidel and or Ranidel been there been there then maybe okay let's analyze your team who's your starting five Kelly Williams Troy Troy Rosario R.R. Pogoy Terrence Romeo Jason Jason Castro Jason Castro CP3 Mm -hmm. Terrence Romeo is Harden Pogoy is Trevor Ariza yes maybe yeah, you can shoot in the outside. Troy is Ryan Anderson, <laughs> maybe. Then Kenny Capella, so you're like your category. Then we, off the bench, you got Ryan Reyes. Ra- nah, wait, you got Jericho Cruz. Okay, who's yeah. your Eric Gordon? Ah, and then you got Dave uh, Anthony Saramarad, who's your PJ Tucker. Okay. Who else is there? Ryan Reyes, yeah. So it can be like a. Gerald Green mm-hmm. then you got R.R. Garcia still there yep and you got I don't know who their Luke Bamut is but uh, yeah if I guess the and then you have Taha then you have Taha also Tariq Black maybe but <laughs> I'm just saying they can actually replicate what Houston is doing well what Houston did is to counter what the Warriors are doing right were dominating without a legit post presence or big man. Now in the PBA, you got 
teams, all these good teams, all the SMC teams, uh, San Miguel Esfardo, Slaughter, ah, Ginebra Slaughter, Slaughter and Japet, uh, Magnolia, Magnolia, Sangalang. Basically, they all have dominant. They're in Kalaban talaga ng TNT in the future. They have dominant. Rosses Almazan. Mm-hmm. Now, to counter that, they just have to go small and switch everything, find their PJ Tuckers, find their Trevor Risas to work for them so that all these wings can switch on everyone. And then, as the Houston has admitted it, when it's in the post, they don't double. They just allow, they just let their defense go one on one against the post presence. It allows the other four to rest for offense or for defense in the few, in the next possessions. And on offense, they can even allow Terrence Romy to go one on one at times, like Harden does. It allows the other four rest also. And maybe tire out the opposing, the starting guard of the opposing team. Yeah. And tire out the big of the opposing team when he's on offense. So he gets a bit uh, now tired on defense. Are they gonna be that ballsy to do it? That is the question. Well, Especially that they maybe in the all Filipino that will work. But I don't know how this will work in the Commissioner's Cup when everybody has two bigs. The import and the maybe they need to find an import who's a, a stretch five. No, they're bringing who are they bringing in? again? F- for, um, not immediately since he's still in Japan playing. So he'll okay, come he's a bit playing late. the JBL. Yeah, who's there? It's, uh, it's the a guy. Jordan. No, no, Tyler. J- Jeremy, Jeremy Tyler. Oh, the guy. From, he came from he Japan skipped, also, right? Yeah, he skipped high school. I guess high school. He skipped senior college. year, senior yeah, year in high school, yeah. and you know played pro immediately. Yeah. I remember so the guy, the guy played for the Warriors. 10, yeah, six yeah. ten, something yeah. like that. Okay, for Global Port, why get? It's more. Was it really getting Motautua, or was it removing Terrence? Removing Terrence Romeo. It's think. more of that. You you, you cited um, the record without Terrence Romeo. With Terrence Romeo, they're zero two. Yes. Without, they were five and five. Yes, and I think Stanley Pringle was averaging like 26 and 8 without Terrence Romeo. The flow of the, the eye test, the flow of the team was a lot better. They were a lot better in defense mm-hmm. also. And when Terrence Romeo came in, those two games, first game was against Phoenix, end of the eliminations. They were just down by 20 at the first half and then they couldn't come back in the second half. Against Magnolia in the playoffs, they started out well. And then they, there is a shouting match between Pido and Terrence Romeo. And then Magnolia just bulldozed its way after that mm-hmm. incident. It's more more, more of that. More of that. And then... Um, just getting a serviceable big guy in the end. You might as yeah. well. They don't but, really expect to develop, right? Yeah, they, they don't... I mean, they have AVO for freaking sake in their roster. So what... They don't really expect to develop AVO anyway. So I don't think they're expected to develop more. Just, you know, just have him there... Another big, young, big, quote unquote, young. Um, did Pringle and. Were Tautu and Pringle teammates? No, no, no. Pringle was Indonesian. Ah, okay. okay. Indonesian import. And then Malaysian. Malaysian sea. Westports. Okay. Yeah. But they were at the same time in the APL. Yeah. And they have the same beard style. <laughs> so let's see if this. 
trade would work out for them. I think Global Port. So Mo Tautuo will be Pido Harenjos Karim Abdul. Yes. Okay. And he's younger than Karim Abdul. <laughs> By like five years. Maybe. Yeah. At least. Karim Abdul must be like older than me and I'm 34. No, yeah. It will be interesting to see like on the positive side no, of for Global Port. I'd like to see how... I'd like to see Mo run with Stanley Pringle. You know, get the rebound outlet trail. Okay. Like, outrun the opposing big, you know, I think he'll get. I think he'll get more touches also in Global Port. Yeah. Maybe he can prove us all wrong that, you know, he's a serv- more than a serviceable big guy. He can actually play, he can actually dominate, but I think, he can live up to his yeah. number one overall. But I think more than, more than anything, TNT expected Mo to be their June Mark. No. Their Greg? Go ahead. So you, you wouldn't have to double team Greg or June Mark and get rebounds. But for some reason, he, su- he struggled with the physicality of... Yeah, he's soft. You never see him in fights. You never see him in any... Yeah. Uh, Getting chippy. Yeah. yeah. He stays away from it. I think he's a, pretty much a big baby for doing it. I'd just say he's a nice guy. Too much of a nice guy. Yeah, walking Again. around Eastwood City with a Chihuahua. Okay, that's, that's not. Yeah. That's that. That if I were TNT, I would red have, flag. Red flag. Trade him right away. I wouldn't even drafted him. Had they done their research, my God, you won't see Junmar Farad or Greg Stutter holding a Chihuahua uh, in Eastwood Mall. If anybody has seen it, please take a picture and send them over. Send hey. it over to at yeah. below. Bilogang Bola PH on Instagram and Twitter. No, just um, and on Gmail. Check his, check his stories. Oh it's right God. there. Red flag for TNT. Thank God for traded him. So, and um, I guess for Glo- another point for Global Port is it, uh, the, I, I just felt that Terrence and the Terrence and uh, Stanley Stanley combination just never worked. Right? A lot of it, people felt the same. It was a uh, no, redundant. Too redundant for me. Like, you know, it's your turn, my turn. How OKC was for the first part of the season. Didn't really know how to, you know, I thought you were going to say how OKC was when they had Westbrook, Durant, and Harden. Well, that uh, netted them a finals appearance. They beat the Lakers, you know, beat the Mavs. And, but anyway, yeah, it, it gets rid of the redundance and beat the Spurs. Beat the Spurs. Just get get rid of the redundant, and uh, it's, it, it would be a new look global port that could produce exciting basketball. At least in the point guard and center positions, right? Uh, what do you want to talk about? How this trade went down, and and the you know the the news and the the bickering after. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It's like, okay. to recap, after the trade, Terrence Romeo posted on Instagram. Thanking everyone. Thanking except. everyone, but excluding Pedro Jarencho and Eric Are- Areola. Areola okay. Who happened to be the head coach and team man, team governor. Right? Bonnie, Bonnie Tan's like the team ah, manager yeah, 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 yeah. of Global Park. And then in. Google Port Management 
anonymous sources. Anonymous source from the global power management brings out the story saying that it's hard to deal with a player who doesn't want to be a part of their team. No matter how good he is. No matter how good he is. And of course... And of course, our Gilas player, Terence Romeo... Our manok ng bayan. Our manok ng bayan would not... Have any, yeah, would not have any of it and replied to that article saying asking what its purpose was why are you publishing it because somebody from Global Port Management asked you to do so or is there who's that person who wants me out of the team you know and you know from what I got from this it was so petty why do you have to go public and be that petty Okay, Terrence Romeo is what, 26 years old? I'm guessing. 26, 25, 27, something around that age. And maybe at that time, if I were his age, maybe I would have done the same also. But several years after that, now with the wisdom I have, I would not have done what he did. Number one, there's a saying that when you play in the PBA, you're not only playing for your team, you're playing for the other 11 teams. You're trying out. You're trying out. You're showing your worth to the other 11 teams also. Because once your contract expires, your worth is only as good as your worth. Your worth to your team or to whoever signs you is only as good as what the market thinks you're worth. If the market thinks, the market or the 11 other teams think that you're worth a low contract, you're gonna get a low contract from and the team that's that's it. why if uh, more than anything that's why this trade took so long he basically had no takers yeah and then they, it's just yeah. that he's a bit lucky that yeah, when you look at that article it said we tried to field offers for him but we were surprised not to have any takers and I was like wow that is petty also from global part management <laughs> Way to throw uh, the player no, under the yeah. bus. Yeah, uh, just because you're one of the 12 teams now, you think that no other team... Now, what about if in the future there's a player who is thinking about your team or another yeah. team? You know, it already showed in a, in the middle of a PBA game on live television in front of the whole nation, in front of the whole world, your star player and your coach fighting, shouting at each other, and now you throw shade under your former player, you throw shade... Who would want to play for you in the future, right? My God, it's it. Couldn't you you both just sat down, ironed out your differences, walked away peacefully, and not you know have to hurt each other through this? I mean, it also shows bad reflects bad on Terrence Romeo because really, after talking text, now who wants to deal with you? Really, you already found yeah. out. Already found out his market. Biggest One, loser. Biggest loser, Terrence Rubio. Oh, definitely, definitely. After peaking with, you know, his Gila success. (laughs) (laughs) Peaking, pun intended. After peaking, you know, with uh, all these scoring titles. And Gila. And then Gila. Only to find out there's only one team who'd actually want to trade for you. In spite of all the success. Leading the Philippines against China. And getting this shoe contract from Peak. Getting this shoe contract from Peak. Giving you a signature shoe. It's nothing to laugh at. Can't it's like Go, go, uh, I, I, go, go Ayun from uh, Jordan Brand, right? Yep. It's like similar to that. And here you are, you know, allegedly asking for a trade. And only one team wants only you. One team. A desperate team a wants A desperate team searching for their new identity. 
and even <laughs> or trying to get rid of also their and whose coach happens to be your college coach I mean it took this long so um, best case scenario what uh, Coach Yang Yao said Fit he in. defers yeah fits in talking Texas this culture can Terrence Romeo do that that's the best case scenario so we can only hope for that Terrence de- at the very least deferring to his kuyas kuya Let's Jason see. and easier said than that you think it's best to bring him off the bench be your super I would bring first Jason off the bench what yes start Terrence Romeo yeah just to rekindle Jason because I think Jason's veering towards it's a it's an unconventional yeah it's an unconventional solution or formula to things but I'll see I mean not just couldn't TNT just reacquire Larry and Renadel I'm pretty sure if they had to, you know, redo things, they'd get those two players back. Honestly. Can TNT trade Trans Romer for Kiefer Ravenna? Yang will say no. I think that, that this article in right now yes. he's is like, by, he's trying to warn TNT do not try even to get, think. <laughs> yeah, do not even think of getting Kiefer for Terrence Romeo. No, I think um But wouldn't be that wouldn't that be a sight you'd want to see every PBA play day? Terrence Romeo getting coached up by Yengya. I think... Imagine Yengya was... Minumura niya si Terrence Romeo from the whole Arnata Coliseum. That'll be a sight to see. I guess... And how long before Terrence Romeo just walked best out? Best case scenario. Best case scenario. Terrence Romeo turns into Tony Harris. The hurricane? The hurricane. Swift? Yeah. Yen Giao? Yen Giao. Wow. Yen Giao think that beast. 100 points? Wow. <laughs> I remember I'd see Tony Harris in Kimpura and Green Hills. I used the hurricane. First time, first time I saw Tony Harris was Ateneo. Watching a football game. I was grade 3. Coach Chris Monfort was the strength and conditioning coach of Swift. Swift then. And probably invited... Tony, Tony you know, like, hey, you know, my kids want to see you. Yeah. I happen to be hanging out in the field. <laughs> Lo and behold, it's Tony Harris. Tony Harris. The hurricane. The hurricane. Yeah, I haven't with his, that uh, name in such a long time. Yeah, with his Harris. girlfriend then. My God, Filipina girlfriend. That guy played in the NBA after the Boston. Boston. Against number 45, Michael Jordan. Mm. Number 45, Michael Jordan. <laughs> number 45, Michael Jordan. Uh, not yet in... Prime time shape, Michael. Jordan. Yep. But uh, post double nickel. MSG. Anyway. Okay. Anyway. Uh, both sides could have handled it a lot more maturely. Yeah. Maybe it's also an eye-opening experience for both sides, and be able to learn from this and move on. I hope the best for Glowpor. I hope the best for Terrence Romeo. Okay. Talking text. Yeah. One last point. Pringle Romeo didn't work. What makes TNT think that Castro Castro Romeo will work? More Stanley Pringle's more ball dominant. Jason's more playmaker has more playmaker. Jason Castro has learned to be playmaker, and then, but then he takes the shots when it's crucial. So you go to Terrence the first three quarters, and in the mm-hmm. fourth you still go to Jason. Probably I would. 
So who averages more assists? I don't know. No, I mean like Jason, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah but then Romeo leading in assists. No, no, no. Like happen. okay, um, how will Jason's assist numbers ramp up? Will he scoring dip? Score will dip a bit, I guess. The so you lose will, a bit of scoring. The assists will be the same. Be higher, I guess. I hope. So end game, you go with Jericho, Jason, and Terrence. Three guards, and then you have Troy and Semirad. I go Kelly. Kelly and Troy. Kelly Troy. RR Kelly Troy RR Jericho Jason I wouldn't put Darren Tromey in the clutch the final until he proves his worth I'd have Jericho so Jericho RR wings yeah. you have Jason at the point mm-hmm. then it's Troy and Kelly mm-hmm. I'd go with Troy and Semerad why not Troy and RR and then Troy and RR RR, RR Pogo is more PJ Tucker actually when you think about it Semirad's uh, Mbaamuti. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can go Troy, Troy RR, Jericho, Terrence. Okay, next TNT trade. You have three RRs in your team. RR Pugoy, RR Ryan Reyes, and RR Garcia. So they have to trade one of those. One of those guys. Definitely not RR Pugoy. Yeah. So they trade RR Garcia or RR and Ryan. Yeah. So I mean for the nth time for the nth time I'm trying no I, for the nth time okay Terence displaces RR Garcia. <laughs> FEU Global <laughs> and now TNT. I would say this. Why not TNT right now go to Blackwater and ask for Macbello. Terence Romeo and. Ryan Reyes or R.R. Garcia for Mac Bello. Blackwater? Yeah. Ryan Reyes. Or R.R. Garcia and Terrence Romeo for Mac Bello. I think they asked for a Semerad somewhere there. They asked for Semerad instead of uh, R.R. No. I give you those three. Semerad Okay. R.R. Garcia, Terence Romeo. For Bello and John Pinto. Something like that. Something like Probably. something like a Mike DiGregorio. Not mm. even. Uh, Ray Morrison. Uh, Ray Morrison. We have to add the big. Yeah. But yeah. If you want to shoot Taha. First. You can put Taha and just put Ray Morrison in there. Just uh, you know, trade, basically trade what you got from... Global mm-hmm. Port. Global Port. Yeah, just go get Belo na. What are we waiting for? What would it take for them to get Aram Less in the mix? That. No, Aram and Belo. Instead of Remoros, eh? I'd rather have Remoros than Belo. And then Aram. Durability issues. Toughness issues, right? But isn't... So you're not convinced with a BPC candidate JP Aram. Uh, JP Aram. Still Toto Jose. Yeah, I'd go. And Toto Jose is my post-Nash's player anyway. Yeah. So I'd try go to Blackwater, my God. Try to so get if you're, Okay. So if you're talking text, you're 
wish list would be? Mac Bello on top. Raymond Almazan. No, my top is Kiefer, definitely. As long as Yang, Yang you'd have here. to fire Yang Yao. Or put uh, Rigodon, then, you know, Yang and Kiefer go to talk and text. That's It's, not far from happening, actually. That Rigodon might actually happen. For next year. Maybe. As soon as. Imagine if San Miguel or So who Magnolia takes over in Lex? Wow, this, I have a name. This story has gone. This this cuento has digressed, super digressed. So anyway, there's nothing else nicer to talk about. Let's say San Miguel wins this championship, wins the next, and Hinebra wins the Commissioner's Cup with, with Justin uh, Brownlee. Overhyped. What? What did you say? Huh? Edit. <laughs> edit. Tifatayin ng guwat if Jan. So 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 the MVP group has not won a championship in two years. Seven conference. Rigodon. Rigodon. Who goes where? TNT, who, who? Okay, Nash is out. Norman's out. Is Norman out? Or Norman becomes general manager? The Chualai. He likes coaching. I think Meralgo's more patient. They're more. Alaska. They're, They're happy to make the finals of the Commissioner's Cup every year and not show up for any of the other tournaments. They're less trigger happy. They're less oh, trigger definitely, happy. definitely. They're, and because the of only that, thing Norman likes to do is bring in his former players from Ateneo. No, I... I depends. If Norman's... More... The catalyst would be Yang to talk a text and Meralco stands back. Okay. Uh, who, I think Norman's contract NLX? naturally r- runs out, naturally dies. Okay. Who does Enlex replace with? Okay, once he's TNT coach, who who's and brings Kiefer along with him, who becomes the Enlex coach? Josh Reyes. Oh. 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 How's that? Because who? Right? Okay. I have a question. How would he bring in Yang go to TNT? He'll bring Kiefer with him. Don't tell me he'll bring Larry, Ranitel. No, no. Ah, no. He'll bring Larry. He'll bring no. all his Mike Miranda, all his, his J.R. Kenyan. He has Jericho. He has ties with Jericho. Okay. Yang has Terry, t- ties with Jericho Cruz. Ties with Kiefer. Ties with Kiefer. The Pangpanga connection with Jason Castro. Okay. And I think He can work with Troy. Where does Terrence Romeo go? To Enlex? Then that's probably the trade there. I'm not sure Terrence is... The, 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 I don't know. I think Terrence will probably stay with Token Text. And they'll uh, ride the Yang and Terrence experiment. <laughs> Josh would probably bring in maybe the best case scenario he'd have Pogoy RR Pogoy probably do some three-way trade and it ends up but then RR Pogoy is a Yang Giao player Kiefer or RR Pogoy Kiefer can stay in and like stay behind and you know he has why, Actually, would, why would Yang want to leave Kiefer then 
if he doesn't bring Kiefer along with him. I think Token Tech still has a better roster than Enlix. It's just so it's just the coaching. Just the coach. We mentioned the culture of Token Tech. They're a bit in flux right now. Because of the young and the old, right? Yeah. It's everybody young, everybody old. There's no proper transition. So no you're basically way. starting a new culture right here. So that's Yang's purpose. Wow. So this could actually be the catalyst of the first... This is the first move of the MVP group Rigodon that we see in the future. Yes. When was the last time they had the Rigodon? Norman got moved from TNT to Meralco. Oh, yeah. I know. Um, TNT, yeah. Nash joined Ryan even for a while, right? He was an assistant of Ryan. Really? Two conferences in Meralco. And then when Norman came much. in, yeah. when Norman came Did in. Did he learn anything? Probably knew more than his <laughs> coach. That is the genius. <laughs> I miss I miss the genius coaching. Whenever he talks on TV, it's like wow. It sounds. You remember so his good. comment about Junmar? What is what is his comment? With a with a low key diss on Greg, which was oh man, I don't know where I found that. He's like Junmar's more for what more unlike other big guys, you know who's. Who are seven feet tall and yeah. white and named Greg Slaughter. Something, yeah. Yeah. So, Basically. Softy called yeah. Greg Slaughter. Something like that. That guy's never going to coach again, I think. For one, well, yes, because of two reasons. And I think... Um, one is he's not good. Number two is... He'll tell you that he likes the stress-free life, but it's because of one not being too good but no yeah. he's he, or he'll show you his rings his two rings three rings uh, three rings well yeah that uh, given his personality probably do that no um he, he has a corporate job that pays mm. him just as much so less stress yeah less stress yeah, just try to talk about it and sound like a genius yeah just bring his uh, okay one thing I forgot to say earlier the guy Terence Romeo should copy in the attitude he took on after getting traded was James Yap. Why? When James Yap was traded to Ross, he heard nothing from him. He did not complain. He did not say anything. He also didn't play. <laughs> For Ross. <laughs> yeah, because he... No, what I'm saying is the attitude. Ah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Handling it. And, you know, he had, the, he had this issue with Kaloy Garcia, the Bakuloy Garcia... Mm. Sort of embarrassed him in national TV in the timeout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you heard nothing from James. Yeah. You know, Terence will eventually realize that as long as you're getting paid, it doesn't really matter how many points he scored. Well, we all realize that sooner or later. Yes. Well, it takes time. It takes time for him. All right. That wraps up our. 14th episode of the Bilogambola podcast. I'd like to thank Alan for joining me tonight. Of course. Um, we learned a lot about March Madness. We learned a lot. lot and we learned a lot about PBA trade uh, that went down yesterday. Any parting words? Any 
Well, um, I hope you join us and um, let's see how the uh, these things unfold. And the trade, uh, you know, yeah. the trades again. The we, we wish finals. everyone good luck. We sometimes. I talk, wouldn't say yeah we sometimes talk about them as if we we, we want them yeah. gone or you want them hurt or you want it's you just all them. for the fun of it yeah it's all for uh, of course you know we're, we're all fans here and yeah. um, it's it's basically entertainment but uh, you know yeah, we're trying to bring entertainment to your ears to your households wherever you may be listening to this yeah you may be if you have any crazy ideas like we have yeah, you, can, you, you can want to share us yeah. at Twitter, we are at Bilogambola PH. Facebook, at Bilogambola PH. Instagram, at Bilogambola PH. Our email account is uh, Bilogambola PH at gmail.com. You can reach us there. Or when, send out a tweet with the hashtag Bilogambola PH, and you know, we'll, we'll find you. We'll try our best to reply. And you know, maybe you can even have some guests in our show once we get this Skype thing fixed. Yes, sir. All right. So for Alan, this is Notch. Thank you for joining us. This is the Bilogambola Podcast. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Bilogambola Podcast. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes and on our Facebook page at BilogambolaPH. Every review that you give us will be appreciated and improve the quality of the podcast. Don't forget to hit the like and follow buttons on our social media accounts at BilogangBolaPH and hashtag BilogangBolaPH. Until next time, this is the Bilogangbola Podcast.